Welcome to the most forward-thinking, inspirational podcast on the planet. Prepare to reevaluate everything you've been taught. gentlemen welcome back to the mental mastery alliance podcast today is i don't even know what today is uh let's see here today's a, it's a friday i know that much so it must be the 26th is that right look at that how is january already over what have we done so this is the end of january and look what you've done <laughs> another month over <laughs> and this is why I don't sing. Here we are at the end of January. And I started this. This is going to be the eighth installment of the conspiracy podcast. Are you a conspiracy theorist? Part eight. I'm excited for it. It's funny how when you get started on something, you have no idea really how it's going to go. You have an idea. I mean, you have an idea. You, 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 you've laid out a bit of a plan. But anything can happen. And it often does. So here we are, months after I've started the first one. And my plan was to sit down one day and just record this all in one day. Uh, but yeah, man, a million things get in the way. And, you know, we beat ourselves up for that shit. Like, we don't give ourselves enough credit, enough leeway, enough understanding and compassion to be like, hey, just that you wanted to get this going is indicative of it getting going. What happens after that, man, every single day you wake up is a blessing. So use that blessing to do kind of what you want. Uh, one of the greatest things in the entire world is the ability and the gift to operate with 100% integrity. And when you do that, you can rest easy at night knowing you didn't fuck anybody over. You didn't screw anything up. You weren't, you know, an overt piece of shit. And this is coming from a guy who was an overt piece of shit. And I've had this conversation before. It's a recurring theme. And your past is your past. It is not a life sentence. Right? What you did in your past, the only things that are ever bothering you about your past are the things that you did that fundamentally changed who you are. Whether they're good, great, or horrible. Because there's a billion things that you've done. Yeah, I'm talking to you. And you don't have any recollection of it. Not even one iota. This was your autopilot shit. 
This was stuff that you were just doing and not thinking about. But every single thing that sticks in your craw burns yourself. These are your fundamental markers that are designed for change. So yeah, we're going to be hard on ourselves about our past. We're going to be hard on ourselves about our future. We're going to be hard on ourselves because we're taught to be hard on ourselves. But you don't need to be. And when you decide that you're no longer going to be your own worst enemy, but you're going to take these moments in time and do the best you can to be the better version of yourself through the experiences that you've had. Now you're operating in integrity and you can move forward with that any way you see fit. But remember every single thing you believe about who you are was programmed into you to believe that about you. You don't know who you are right now for anyone who's like dead asleep. For example, they don't know who they are. They know who they've been told they are. And that's, tricky that's one of those things that's like well fuck me if i'm supposed to be this way then i'm going to act this way but if i'm not who am i supposed to be not only that but you're taught along the way not to rock the boat therefore anyone who's a free thinker gets mocked and ridiculed because those who are dead asleep were programmed to do it so if you are trying to share free, free thought out there to people, don't be upset when the programming lashes back at you because you're not really talking to an individual. You're talking to part of the program, the very program that you yourself broke out of. So don't be mad at them. Take pity on them. And if their goal and if their intent is to get to where you are, if they have the ambition to, to rise above and right, get out of the machine, they will. These people will come to you. Anyone that needs you will come to you. Just like anyone that you need, you're going to find in mysterious ways. You, 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 you never know. You really never know how you're going to come across who you need to come across when you need to come across them. It's absolutely fantastic regardless of, of any outcome. But again, knowing that, you know, the control that you have is essentially, and this is cliche, but essentially how you choose to react to any given situation. And Eckhart Tolle, not Eckhart Tolle, sorry, uh, the four agreements. When you, when you look into this, when you, when you take nothing personally, you know, no, agreement number one, when you take nothing personally, Don Miguel Ruiz, it's amazing how visually everything else around you changes because it's not like this person's taking a shot at you, even though they might be, it really isn't because you realize that it's not about you. It's not, it's not like this person's going out of their way to, to ding you. I mean, even though they probably are, there's an underlying and fundamental tone as to why this person is acting the way that they are. And when you realize it's got nothing to do with you and everything to do with them, you know, you, you end up taking pity. You end up, you end up sort of altering the way you navigate. There's a lot less to prove. I could go on and on about that. And I probably will. I want to talk about relationships too, but you know, first and foremost, let's finish this up. We have five left. I believe we have five left. It looks like we have five left and these are fun. You know, one of these days I'm going to go back and listen to all of these things in a row and just sort of have a laugh. And again, this isn't, it's not, I'm not spitting truth here. I'm just sharing my opinion on what these things are. Like this is a list. I didn't compile the list. It's just a list of things that people are talking about. And I look at this shit and I'm like, here's my opinion. Here's my take. And yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people that, 
get angry. <laughs> I got frustrated. What are you, on the internet? You don't have a sense of humor? I'll find you. <laughs> Number 36. There are multiple cures to cancer already discovered. I, see, here's the thing about cancer for me. I don't believe, I really don't believe the narrative of cancer. In other words, our whole lives we've been taught to donate to cancer research. They're, they're doing wonderful things, trying to figure it all out. Uh, cancer is the result of corruption. And if you ask me, all of the food that we intentionally eat, especially in North America, is designed to corrupt your system. So on this particular note, I would say, of course, there are cures to cancer. But I would also further that and say that you and me, the standard schlep that is trying to figure this whole thing out, that doesn't have the answers or, or, or anything like that, that you know, we, don't, we weren't gifted with what the elites know, the celebrities, the politicians. We weren't gifted with this information. We have to sort of figure it out as we go. We're playing different games. I would say that, that we're, we're test subjects. I would say that you know, a lot of us are lab rats. They're going to feed some of us this and some of us that. And culturally, you're going to get this. And, and geographically, you're going to get that. And the idea is to see sort of over time, you know, what, what happens to us, what kills us off, you know, what strengthens us, what, what our resolve is, what our minds are, what, you know, what we can do, what we can accomplish. So on a, on a darker thought, you know, I firmly believe that, that they're finding out ways to give us new cancers. I mean, another one that, that strikes me is, is, uh, as, as cancer from the sun, you know, cancer, skin cancer rates skyrocketed. Um, after the invention of uh, Western modernized or Westernized cigarettes uh, and sunscreen. So it's like a double whammy, you know? And then they've got all of these things to, to denote you in your hospital visits. Oh, is this person a smoker? Is this person on any sort of recreational drugs? What's this person's diet? What are they drinking? How many sodas do they have? How many alcoholic beverages do they have? Do they smoke cigarettes? Do you use sunscreen in the sun? Right? So they're, they're, you're giving all this information and you think nothing of it. And they're, they're contabulating, con contrabulating, con organizing, <laughs> 23 and meing all of your information. And it's going into some big machine. Now, that's a grandiose thought process that I'm having, but it's, it's highly potential. I also don't like to look at things in sort of a negative light. I do not want to be like, oh, it's all doom and gloom. Because I don't think it is. <coughs> Excuse me. I think that we have an opportunity to see maybe that we've been manipulated and to step out of it. And I don't mean to disobey those doing the manipulating. I mean, to distance yourself from the potential of everything that you've ever known ever and fundamentally rewiring how you live and how you operate. I'm not sure which one's easier, <laughs> but I'm on the mission to do the latter. Number 37. Science has become a religion. Uh, I don't think it became a religion. I think science was always a religion. Uh, I think that, you know, we're told that you can believe this and you can believe that and you can say this, that, and the other thing religiously. And nothing can be quote unquote proven because it's all about belief and this, that, and the other thing, and depending on the book. Now we've got a collective of people handing us information somewhere that we're personally and internally amalgamating where you were taking in the information that we can get. Won't we are doing something visit. Now, Science to have become a religion is to say that science was once a counter to religion. It's like you either have religion or you have science. Uh, and the truth is, to me, science can't be proven. 
right? They say it can be proven because they're like, well, we've got all these people making all of these mathematical equations so that you don't have to do it. And here's the outcome that we've come to in the fiscal reading of a circumference of an apple and a pear and the earth is uh, oblique spheroid and we're more like a pear shape and blah, 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 blah. Science! And of course, we're all sitting here going, yeah, when I was a kid, I watched Bill Nye the Science Guy and I watched Beekman's World and I watched all these shows. So of course, science is a thing. But science is just a belief system, right? They're going to tell you all this stuff in the name of science because science is far more intelligent than religion. But the truth of the matter is you go to a building and you have a man tell you what religion is if you're Catholic. If you're Christian, you read from the book, you do some singing and dancing and etc. If you're any other religion, for the most part, they also tell you what it is. It's the same with science. You turn on the television, you don't even have to go to a building. You turn on the television, they tell you what they've done. And you're like, oh, well, well they've done it. That's science. I don't know about it. Science is different than religion because science is tangible. It's all make-believe. None of us have gone to space. They tell you we've gone to space and there's actors that have said that we've gone to space, right? But there's also a billion people that are like, I'm the wealthiest man in the world. I'm going to send a plane up in space. But first, let's send this Tesla car up in space because <laughs> it looks so real. Nobody even questioned the air and the tires in the vacuum of space or how the car got through the atmosphere, the atmosphere of Earth. Meeting the absolute vacuum of space with no container and no questions asked. Of course, an absolute vacuum can meet an atmospheric pressure and be like, you know what? We're not going to suck this into nothingness because that's not what we do as a vacuum. Dios mio, I could go on for hours. So science to me is a religion with a better publicist. Bottom line always has been. I mean, NASA, for example, is basically just the Nazi party shifting over here and continuing on their work. And that's, you can Google that. You can look that up. Warner Von Braun, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, let's see here. FEMA camps exist. Ah, yeah, they do. Um, it's, there's sort of a, there's a thing, there's a, there's a rumor that I've been privy to for a while that, that dictates that, you know, all of those Walmarts are going to be turned into, you know, concentration camps and all that sort of stuff. And, and I'm not, not using the term loosely, but. Um, you know, for people that don't want to uh, comply or obey or what have you. And they're, they're running the narrative now. They're trying to see, you know, if the people will turn on the other people. You know, I'm sure there's a few more um, climate crises that they're going to throw down our throats. Like, it's just going to be from here until the end of time. It's just going to be chaos after chaos if you watch the news. And none of it's going to be real. It's just going to be fake threat after fake threat after fake threat. Um, but it's going to, you know, there's going to come a point in time where, you know, will your neighbor turn you in that sort of thing. And the FEMA camps and all that sort of stuff, the, ex the extraction camps, all of these big buildings, these Walmarts or these giant warehouses, you'll notice too, that they're all, they all happen to be right near train tracks. So a lot of stuff can easily be moved around a lot of stuff being people. Um, and it's going to come out as, you know, we're here to protect society and all the people in the camps are going to be bad people that didn't want to obey society. In other words, you either do as you're told or we're going to round you up, you know, and I feel that that's probably within the next 40 years, something similar to that's going to happen. But at the same time, you're going to see a collective of people, much like myself, just run to the hills, as it were, you know, start up these communes, these communes that we were told our whole lives are terrible. Hippies are idiots. They're dirty people. Don't be a hippie. Live in society. But when society's turning against you, what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to sort of open your eyes and be like, eh, there might be more to this world that, uh, that I want. Number 39. Nuclear weapons are a hoax. <coughs> I 
Askus. Now, again, this is one of those things I was never there. You know, we've got the stories, we've got this, we've got that. And I've heard people talk about how nuclear weapons are like the ultimate threat, but don't really exist. Uh, and then people will say, well, what about the A-bomb? Well, that was apparently a really big bomb. Now, I haven't done a lot of research into this, but like, I don't know. I mean, the idea that you can split an atom and create a reaction like that is, is an interesting story. And like, I don't know what it means or what it's done to deter us. Like, maybe we're not supposed to mess with science because if we split atoms, blah, blah, blah. But splitting an atom explains inside the atom is quarks, quarks, and quasons, which is pure energy. So the building block of all society is pure energy, and they don't want us splitting it because we might set off a nuclear reaction. I mean, I get it. I get the story. But if 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 the if the fundamentals, if the fundamental building blocks of society are these atoms physical matter atom um and inside the atom is energy then the building block of matter is energy which means that where we are is energy based which means that it's either a holodeck a computer program a simulation or something like that but there's well, there's a mystery afoot i'll say that i'll tell you what ah uh, what else do we have here Oh yeah, so the, so the nuclear weapons, I don't know. You know, I don't know what nuclear is. I can't define this or define that. I don't even know why it's a thing. Like, whatever labels and names that we put on these things, I don't have all the answers. But, do I believe a lot of people blew up? Yeah. I mean, it's wild to think that, you know, we're going around murdering all of these people based on something an old man said on the radio. You know, propaganda doesn't work the way it used to anymore. We're starting to open our eyes and starting to wise up. And those who are catching on to things and calling it out are getting shunned. Right? The propaganda that had us drop bombs on China and on Japan and all this sort of stuff. Like it, it, it's wild. It's wild to think that, that that could be executed today where you could just go and kill a bunch of uh, civilians, normal people. It's impossible to do that. You can't, we all have individual consciousnesses, those who are paying attention. So you really have to be brainwashed to want to go and commit murder based on the order of another ridiculous individual. Everything comes down to population control, all of it. Now, what's the last one? Number 40. The elites are staging a false flag alien invasion. Well, well, well. Uh, I don't know what aliens are. I don't know. You know, I know the story that they come from another planet, yada, yada, yada. But people don't put this together. That We've talked about infinite greatness and infinite smallness. And the implication that some other species in this ever-expanding, infinite greatness universe. It blows me away that, you know, we've, we've all seen the, the, the NASA image of, you know, Earth and the sun and the red sun and the red dwarf planet and the blue dwarf planet and how they're all massive, massive, massive. If aliens did truly exist as space has been described, then there's a, a almost a 100% certainty that there is a race of aliens that would fly past Earth in their massive motherfucking starship that would make Earth the size of a, a dust speck. But, but that doesn't seem to make sense to people. In, in the minds of most people, every alien that could invade Earth is roughly the same size as a human being. And our planet is apparently the one grand savior of them all. That's absurd. 
It's absurd to think that with infinite greatness and infinite sized planets, that there'd just be a bunch of tiny ass people running around on planets 80 billion times the size of Earth. No, you would be proportionate to your planet. I'd have to assume if that were the case. So what are aliens also called? Extraterrestrials. What's extraterrestrial really translate to? Extra Earth. Where does the extra Earth theory come from? On the outside of the ice wall. So even the name that the people call aliens, extraterrestrials. And why was Neil Armstrong backwards? Why is that A, like Neil A backwards is alien? <laughs> hmm. You know, there's a lot of red flags that go out into this, into this message. Um, will aliens invade? I think so. I think they're already here. I think the movie They Live really covered it up. Or not covered it up, but ex- ex- expressed it well. There's a, there's a group of people that have certain information and certain knowledge as to who and what and where we are. And we've been lied to about everything since the dawn of time, since get-go. And in doing so, we believe the lie so much that to, take, to change the idea of what we could possibly be experiencing would fundamentally ruin the entirety of the illusion. And since that can't happen, people are going to fight it tooth and nail. But you're fighting for the lie. You're fighting for the deception. You're fighting for the, the falsehood. At the same time, you're having an experience. So it's not even that bad that you're fighting for the lie because I'm fighting for what I believe to be the truth. And so are you, not you necessarily the listener, but anyone that's on any given trajectory, actually anyone, you, the listener, whatever you choose to believe in, whatever you fundamentally choose to believe in becomes your truth. And that's the thing that you're fighting for makes anybody else different. Now to the overt and mental observer, if you can take what you believe in, Figure out how you got there. Come across somebody who has different beliefs than you. Sit down with them and figure out how they got there. You yourself can expand your own mental horizons that much more. And when you're capable of doing more, holy fucking hell, get out of the way. Because more will get done. And then we think small things like if I had a little bit more money, if I had this, if I had that. It doesn't take long to earn a couple of bucks. It doesn't take long to figure out what you're doing. Every single person under the sun, like if I said to you right now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to teach you how to make a thousand dollars a month every month for the rest of your life. It's only going to take three months. Would you be like, "Mm, I've got better things to do. Or would you be like, yeah, let's do that. And that's the thing. It really all comes down to knowledge. We beat ourselves up and go, I can't do this. I can't, I'm not qualified. I'm not prepared. I can't do this. And we do nothing about it. We're just like, I can't do it. So nine times out of 10 people stop on their tracks and go, it can't be done. But there's that one person that's like, get out of my way while I go and figure out the information that I need to acquire the things that I want. Because everyone can do something that will yield a result. As a matter of fact, everyone is doing something that's yielding a result. And what you're doing and the results that you're getting, you're getting the exact result based on the effort that you're putting in. People get offended by that. Well, I'm doing the same thing as Susan over there, but she sold three houses today and I sold none. Well, talk to Susan. See what she's saying and doing differently. Because there's something that's up. Right? And once you get out of your own way, you can learn and you can see this stuff. So are the aliens here? Probably. Is the false flag going on? Uh, you know, people talk about Operation, um, I would say Bluetooth, but that's not it. Oh, fuck my brain. Um, Operation Bluebeam. You know, everyone's like, it, Operation Bluebeam is going to be a, uh, a holographic alien invasion from the sky. They're, they're spraying particles in the sky right now. It's part of what the chemtrails are all about. I think Operation Bluebeam, though, in my opinion, and this is an extra bonus one, I think Operation Bluebeam might actually be the entire sky. I think that it's possible that whatever we're looking at above us 
is Operation Bluebeam. The whole thing. And that to me is fascinating. I don't have any links to tie that back to anything. That's just something that my brain is naturally deduced upon in the situation that I'm in. So that being said, that is the end of the 40 conspiracies. I really liked it. Um, this is like we used to do things like mailbag and all that sort of stuff. We'll probably do that again, but this was a fun one. There's 40 that got talked about. If we missed anything, if there's a conspiracy out there that you think is fantastic or anything like that, send me an email. Adam at the Mental Mastery Alliance. Um, connect with me. I want to hear it. I want to hear uh, anything that you want us to talk about. You know, you can give us a call too. A long time since I've said the number. What is it? 647-338-1265. Leave a voicemail. Be heard. We're gonna if we like it, we're gonna put you on the show. We haven't done a call out for voicemail in a long time. I think the last two times I broke the thing, but I figured it out now. Uh, but yeah, six four seven three three eight one two six five. If you want to leave a voicemail and ask a question or make a statement, we'll put you on the air. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for being such an amazing audience. Our numbers are growing exponentially, so that means you're sharing the podcast. I love it. Thank you for sharing. And we will be back shortly with some relationship advice. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of the Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Stay connected with us directly through the mentalmasteryalliance.com. You can also join the discussion on Instagram at instagram.com forward slash the Mental Mastery Alliance. Let the team know you're listening by using the hashtag TMMA or tagging us at the Mental Mastery Alliance. To have your voice heard on the show, leave a voicemail or send a text to 647-338-1265. Long distance charges may apply. If you love us, leave us a review. If you hate us, you spend your time in weird ways. But also, leave a review. Every review on iTunes tickles the algorithm helping us grow. Until next time, unity over division. This concludes the most surreal portion of your day. You got it, Pontiac.